Somebody here says, very simple question. Can someone who commits murder achieve enlightenment in future lives? They can achieve enlightenment in this life. Who's, who's yeah. going to pick this one up? Owen? <laughs> Owen from... Well, did, did, did you not uh, do a, uh, a video or something recently on this one about um, the guy have. trying to get a thousand murders? And then he came across the Buddha. Oh, that's good. That's good. Ah, yeah. You mean that video, the the movie that I put the piece together? Um, I think or it was brought up a while back, where there was a guy who was basically told to get the fingers of a thousand people. Oh, you mean you don't know the story? You well, know I do, but <laughs> well, you do know story. not word for word. But like you. You you don't you know who that's talking about, or you, you you're not familiar with the Majjhima Nikaya Sutta, the Angulimala Sutta? No, not not. not. Oh, you know what I should do? I should find a way to post the movie. There's this movie, a Thai movie, called Angulimala, and it tells the story really well, and the ending is really cool. If you look up the video I did called Forgiveness and Redemption in Buddhism, do you remember the the Tiger Woods scandal? Yeah, everyone does, no? Yeah. <laughs> the worldwide thing, no? Unfortunately. Uh, and you remember how the 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 Christians started started saying stuff like, well, if he was only Christian, Jesus would forgive him? And they said, like, there's no forgiveness in Buddhism? Anyway, it's kind of an American thing. You guys are from America, you don't, don't know this? Well, I'm kind of interested in Tiger Woods because he's supposed to be Buddhist, and so it's an interesting topic. And so I, there was, there was even a Buddhist who was interviewed by, about this, you know, talking about, about, uh, you know, trying. They were trying to get him to argue with this, but instead of arguing, he just said, you know, how, how, the sorts of things he thinks Tiger Woods should do. And so I put together this video because the Angulimala, the story of Angulimala is is the perfect response to this question. So look up that video, forgiveness and redemption in Buddhism. Uh, and you'll see I stitched it together from this movie and put some subtitles on it and uh, the movies that that part of the movie though if you watch the whole part is just it's just perfect I mean they did a really good job and it's sad that it never became a very famous movie I think the whole that whole part not just the parts that I put in where he meets the Buddha and what the th what the Buddha says to him and the result and the, the impact that it has on him it's just very well done uh, especially if you know the story of Angulimala because it's a famous Buddhist story so so let's a little bit of detail here why is it possible that you 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 murder someone and then can become enlightened um, makes it more difficult yeah it, it defiles your mind but it depends on what other good qualities you have inside. Hard to believe, not that a person who kills someone could have good qualities inside. But people can do things on the spur of the moment. Obviously, Angulimala didn't, but well, that's the thing. He killed 999 people, and he was still able to become uh, enlightened. I think the key was he wasn't doing it out of hatred or, or, or malice. He was doing it out of misunderstanding, out of wrong view. So once he was able to change that wrong view, he... he he was able to progress quite quickly and become an arahant.
but he suffered horribly for it. He was beaten and What the Buddha said about it, they said, how is it possible he could become enlightened? It's in the Dhammapada. If you read his story, it's in the Dhammapada commentary. There's a book, Buddhist Legends, if you look up this translation of the, Buddha, of the Dhammapada commentary, where he says, the Buddha says, um, who uh, they, they make their... Good you by using good deeds make their bad deeds um, insignificant. So you have this very very bad deed, but the deed of becoming an arahant is so much more profound than even killing lots of people that uh, it actually makes even that deed insignificant. Because they asked, how is it possible that he didn't have to go to hell and suffer for countless lifetimes? And uh, the Buddha said, if he hadn't have become an arahant, that's where he would have gone. There's, there was no hope for him. But because of his ability to become an arahant, which is incredibly surprising, he he only had to suffer torture in this one life. Doesn't really say what happened to him. He probably was beaten to death or something. Or who knows? Probably not. Probably it says in the commentaries that he set himself on fire. A lot of the arahants. You hear, read stories about how they spontaneously combusted. Ananda is said to have done that because they don't want people to have to worry about them. Because they know if they, if they, it's funny. It's funny to read and interesting to compare to today's um, the 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 methods of today among Buddhist circles. Because what they said is they knew that if they didn't spontaneously, if if they died and let people have their body. People would just fight over their their bone relics, fight o fight over the body, and and it would be what they say is it would be a burden to people, you know, having to bury, having to have a funeral, and so on. And so, Ananda he had two sets of relatives. Actually, it's not quite true about the relics, is it? He has two sets of relatives, and he knew that they'd be fighting over his body. So he went over the river, I think the Rohini River, probably where the Buddha went over, and he floated over the river. And he spontaneously combusted and made a determination that his relics would distribute evenly to, on both sides of the river. So Ananda's bones were, were uh, half to the, I don't know, I guess it's the, um, the Sakyas and the Goliaths, no? I guess. Those are the Buddha's two sides, relatives. Ananda was his cousin, so something like that. Anyway, that's the story I heard. Eva Misutta. There's a question that I've seen this a couple of times now, I think, about. Oh, sorry, we should stop. Anyone have anything to say on what I just. what we were just asking? Murder, no? If you kill someone. if you if you kill your parents, you can't become enlightened. Killing your parents is one of the five garukamas. If you kill your father, if you kill your mother, if you kill an arahant, if you hurt a Buddha, or if you uh, create a schism in the Buddhist Buddhist Sangha, these are the five uh, garukamas, a result of which a person is unable to attain spiritual, attain even sotapanna in this life. So Devadatta is one of those people. Um, 
Uh, Anjata Sattu is another one. Um, yeah. Those kind of people cannot. So, um, Mahasi Sayada makes a point here. He says, in that regard, uh, people who euthanize their parents are are guilty of a very, very heinous crime. Something to keep in mind from the Buddhist perspective. But killing a person doesn't disqualify you. It makes it much more difficult and it makes your practice much more unpleasant and it does corrupt your mind. It's a very, very bad thing. But to say that a person... It's, it's not difficult... It's, it's not unthinkable for a person to become at least a sotapanna or even a sakitakana without too much trouble. A lot of suffering, but um, in this life certainly doable, depending on the other qualities of mind that they have. 